1: Hey, Blue Kool-Aid Drinkers, Big Z here. And uh, before we get into the podcast, uh, just a heads up, the NFL NFL starts in two weeks, less than two weeks, 13 days uh, from the recording of this podcast, August 31st. Uh, We just want to thank everybody for listening on this episode. We're going to be breaking down roster predictions. So uh, we'll get that, maybe you'll learn a little bit more about this roster, listening to this podcast, really get familiar with some of the players coming into this 2020 season, this Super Bowl season. We want to thank everybody for listening. Um, Now sit back, relax, and it's time for the pod. This is Drinking the Blue Kool Aid, a Detroit Lions podcast made by lifelong Lions fans, UJ.
2: I've been really drinking a lot of Kool-Aid tonight. Special brand of Kool-Aid called Weller. Bob. It's hard to find any losses here. Stafford. <laughs> regular season MVP. Ruddog.
3: We're gonna just be that team that yeah. just can flow like water and adapt to any team. The new dynasty is born. And Connor.
4: It's gotta be Stafford. Now with the two tight end sets that I'm so excited about. I see it all clicking. And I'm your host, Big Z. The media knows
1: nothing. Forward down the field. One pride. Get your Kool Aid. It's time for the pod. All right, Blue Kool Aid drinkers, we are back. We are recording this. It is the end of August, August 31st, recording this at 8 p.m. And training camp has wrapped up for the Detroit Lions. It is a short training camp, maybe the shortest ever, especially from a fan standpoint. Uh, But I'm Big Z, and joining me, as always, we got the Blue Kool-Aid crew. We got Run Dog. Yo. We got Connor. What up? And we got
2: Bob. Greetings. No, UJ here. Apparently, he's fixing the toilet somewhere. <laughs> 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 yeah, I heard he dropped the bomb. that needs some taking Taco care of. Taco Bell
3: so. is a is a dangerous food.
2: <laughs> but speedy um, burrito. But n- nonetheless, we will forge
1: on. And what we're going to be doing on this episode is breaking down our uh, our roster predictions. So now the training camp ramped up, um, the the roster is going to start winding down pretty fast here. I don't have the exact dates with me, unfortunately. It, there's like, I saw a conflicting thing, so I don't want to report what day it is that it actually it gets down to 53. There is expanded practice squad roster. So some of these guys that we cut might make it eventually just because of how big those expanded practice squad. But again, when your practice squad is kind of like, once you get cut, it's free agency. Anybody can pick it up anywhere you go. A lot of people end up back on the practice squad with the team they were with, especially the undrafted rookies and stuff, because they've seen the system for a few weeks and they're more familiar and think they have a chance. But nonetheless, we're gonna forge on. So, gentlemen, are you are you ready? I, I think we're gonna start on the offensive side of the ball. We're gonna go through each of those groups and then go to the defensive side. The second half of the episode. Are we ready? All right? We're we're ready? Ready. We're ready. All right, so let's start with the quarterback position, shall uh, I think, and I'll, I'll start with my predictions right away. I'm gonna go. I, I think it. I think we go three deep at quarterback here again, uh, with Matt Stafford, Chase Daniel, and David Blau. Did you guys have anything different in this regard? I'll
2: start with you, Bob. Uh, yeah, I was kind of torn on this one actually, because because uh, um, Blau has been having a good good camp, you know. I think he's from what I've understand. I haven't watched it, obviously, but uh, um, but I'm going to go two on this one, but I, I was, I was really on the edge with this cause I, I think they might keep three quarterbacks, but I'm going with two. Oh, okay. And
1: uh, where did you put in, where do you put an extra guy then at what position uh, or do you want to just reveal at, that later? Uh, yeah. Wide receiver, I guess would be my,
2: yeah. Yeah.
3: That makes sense. How about you, Connor or rod uh, dog? Did you have anything different three or uh, two guys? No, I'm with Bob on this one. I, I think two, just because I see a lot of talent in other positions. I'm not sure which ones, but I have a feeling we're going to want to go deeper somewhere else. Connor?
4: I would normally say two, but I'm going to say three, just because this year is so unpredictable. And who knows if, if, if COVID tears through the locker room, I feel like they're going to want to have a third quarterback. And Blouse look pretty good. Um, so I'm going to say three just because of this year. Normally, I would say two, but three. All right, all right. Um,
1: and again, the the uh the quarterback position was really important last year, and the, the fact that we only went we went in the season with two last year, right? Yeah. We only hit. Yeah. So yeah. I think I think after seeing that last year, I think the Lions are going to roll with three. Personally, uh, I I think it's too important of a position. We saw that last year, and uh, like you said, David Blau's been showing some stuff. They might lose him, and that would uh be really bad for the quarterback depth chart in my opinion also i've heard david blau has been outplaying chase daniel to some aspects in this uh training camp so far which is concerning after you pay your backup quarterback 13 million (laughs) dollars yeah Yeah. (laughs) um so i don't know And david blau i actually liked a lot of what we i mean he was like a practice squad guy thrown into a start a starting position uh three quarters of the way through the year last year pretty tough uh Pretty tough for him right there. Uh, and I I just see a lot of improvement from him and a a lot of promise, I guess, especially as a backup in the league. I would hate to lose him um, if we did cut him from this roster. So I think they're going to go three, especially after what happened last year.
2: Yeah, I think Blau actually has some good potential uh, to be better than uh, Daniel... But we did yeah. pay Daniel a lot of money. I, so
4: I gotta say, I hope we don't find out if Blauer Daniel is better than the other. I hope Stafford just rides through yeah.
2: all sixteen games.
4: <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah,
2: that's the plan. Um, but let's
1: move on to the running back position, which is a little more interesting. Um so uh the, who wants to start this one off? I'll, I'll let will let go first. Who do you think Oof. makes a run and when I say running back that also includes the fullback here? Will they carry a fullback? Just, and if so, who?
3: I don't think they're going to carry a true fullback because I just don't see one on the roster right now. I don't think. I think I saw Baden is on IR and he didn't play great last year. Um, I think they keep they go a little heavy at running back position, part, partly because Bo Scarborough hasn't been able to have a camp, and I don't think they're going to want to just cut them uh, without giving him a chance to get healthy again. Um I think that uh what's it that Jonathan Williams guy will probably be gone. Um I honestly I think I see them going with Swift, Scarborough, Johnson, Carrion, Johnson and Huntley. Mm-hmm. And then some of them might be they might do a inactive week for someone depending on the game plan.
4: Yeah.
1: Okay. How about you, uh, Connor?
4: I have carry on starting as our one a Deandre Swift one B and I have the other two as both Scarborough and Ty Johnson. I know a lot of people do like Jason Huntley and Nick Bowden, but I think Nick he was less than incredible last year. And yeah, uh, I personally see like Ty Johnson beating out Jason Huntley, but that's just me. I, I could be totally wrong, but those are the four I'm going with, at running back
3: to, I add just a little context there, Connor. Uh, uh, apparently Huntley's having a really good camp too, and he's like he's sort of filling the void that Swift left for like a a passing back. Oh since no, so it hasn't. So yeah, I totally right, agree. i saying I think the kid's got some. The yeah. only the only. I'm not ba- trying
4: to fight with you. Just my prediction.
3: Let's fight now. <laughs> Drop the I will be void. over soon. I was just adding context I wasn't just gloves
4: are getting slippery over here that's all I'm saying the, the
1: only the only downside to Huntley is that apparently he's just looked awful as a pass blocker in any regard right now in practice he's just gotten lit up several times even by like Jalen Reeves maven who's like a lighter linebacker like he 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 doesn't stand a chance back there so he's very uh niche type player i guess like if he's in the game you know it's gonna be a pass type thing that that's where his the big downside is his he's just too tiny. Well, he's uh, but, a
3: rookie. Theo Riddick was a pretty little guy, and he did it well. I think he just. Theo got Riddick's ordered. a
1: good pass blocker. Theo Riddick was always I, a good pass blocker.
3: That's my point. Yeah, I'm saying this kid's a rookie. That's the hardest part for running backs to pick up is the, the blocking in the NFL. So, I'm I mean, saying I'm just
1: maybe saying, he doesn't make the roster because of that. I'm saying maybe oh yeah, he's no, in practice I, I squad. How sure.
2: about you, Bob? It
4: do does you have, seem uh, important.
1: Who do you have?
2: Uh, yeah, carry on, Swift, uh, Huntley for sure. Um, I, I didn't know about Bowden was on the arrow. So I was a little <laughs> late on my information there, but, uh, I would say, cause I was thinking Ty Johnson would be the odd man out, but, uh, what do I got there? Just come help me. So I guess I, I still don't, I don't know about Bowden though, but, uh, maybe Ty Johnson now since, yeah. since, uh, Bowden's out. So,
1: well, the, I guess the question yeah. I fall back for the lions is, uh, so this is who I have: Carryon Johnson, Swift, Scarborough, Johnson, and Jason Kabinda at fullback, making it. I don't have uh, th- the only. The only issue I have is maybe Isaac Nauta takes that fullback spot slash like that's what I was thinking. Like... But I because uh, he could
2: probably do both.
1: I think they like I, you know. Again, this is just going off reports that I read, so I yeah. you know I'm yeah. not there. But I, I'm guessing uh, Jason Kabinda makes this roster, and Jason Huntley gets on the practice squad at least to start the year if he doesn't find another team. But I, I don't have him making roster because I don't think he's there in pass protection, and the Lions uh, wouldn't trust him necessarily right away, but they could bring him up later in the year or something like that.
2: Well, when he scores the winning touchdown against the Bears, you'll apologize. To
1: <laughs> I will I will absolutely apologize. I will absolutely apologize. <laughs> um, but that that's who I have is my uh, prediction. It should be a really interesting group to see what they come down with here. They have a lot of options, which is always a good thing. And yeah. uh, a more promising sign recently is that Swift and Scarborough were at least uh, catching passes out of the backfield uh, yesterday at practice. So that's a good sign, considering they haven't done much in the last two weeks, really, at practice, apparently, with nagging injuries. and such. Yeah. Uh,
2: undisclosed and, and,
1: injuries as they go. But uh,
2: Yeah, Z, I saw that thing about them working Nada in as a uh, fullback. I think that's interesting. So I wonder if they're going to actually do that sometime this season.
1: Well, they were doing it last so. this season, right, for a little bit? Because they are so yeah, out, yeah. of, out, out of yeah. options. <laughs> yeah.
4: I mean, he's that's, definitely that's the third tight end, so might as well, like, throw him in at fullback. Hawkinson <laughs> and Jesse James are definitely ahead of him there, so why not? Yeah.
3: Yeah. Save us the roster spot, too, if he can be the fullback and a tight end.
1: All right. So yeah. let's go on to the most uh, – probably our deepest position group, and that's wide receiver, the the group that gets a lot of people excited here in Detroit, besides, obviously, the quarterback. Um. I, I I thought this one was pretty much chalk. Maybe you guys threw in one more guy. Uh, I have Kenny Gowdy, Marvin Jones, Dola, Marvin Hall, future Hall of Famer, Quintus Cephas, and Jamal Agnew. Does anybody yeah. have anybody to add or subtract from that group? I that's think what so I got. So you, got
2: six, you got six guys there, right? Yeah, yeah. that's what I got. Yeah, you okay. nailed it for me, too.
1: Uh, the only other guy I could see maybe sneaking in for some reason is Tom Kennedy. Apparently, he's looked really good in practice as well. Maybe every wide receiver looks really good in practice in the Lions offseason. I don't know.
3: Got Stafford throwing <laughs> to him.
1: But uh, apparently, Tom kennedys he's uh, hes gained a lot of strength. Uh, he, he's he been catching balls over the middle a lot better in practice uh, compared to the past couple of years. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but the Lions already have that white guy wide receiver role with Amendola, so I don't know if they need a second <laughs> one. It's an official you know?
4: position, white guy wide receiver. <laughs> it kind yeah. of is, especially in an if you got. anybody... One.
1: In, yeah, especially if you have a New England type team associated, then it, then it for sure.
4: <laughs> yeah. What's going on with Jeremy Davis? Is he? I haven't really heard much about him.
1: Um, I I don't know. I can't say <laughs> honestly. I don't. Um, know.
4: I guess not much then. <laughs>
2: I haven't read I anything I, about him.
4: I thought I was hearing stuff about him at one point, but maybe I'm crazy.
2: Yeah, he would be more of a special teams guy, I think. But uh, yeah. yeah, I I like the way that list is shaken out because I wasn't sure. There were so many guys playing good You know, early on. I thought uh, maybe Marvin Hall might be the odd man out, but I think Hall's definitely in. I think the list you gave was the accurate one. So
1: yeah, I'm excited it, for this group. I mean, six I like- is kind Yeah, go ahead, Red Dog.
3: Oh, I was just gonna say I like the idea of Agnew and Hall on the field at the same time. Our four wide receiver spread could be just crazy with, with Galladay and Jones on the outside and those two little speedsters on the inside. Go deep. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah.
1: I mean six wide receivers does seem like a lot, so I don't think do you think all these guys are gonna be active every week or is Marvin Hall or Jamal Agnew gonna be like, you know, not active uh certain mm-hmm. certain weeks? Well, Cephas, Cephas will probably be
4: off the roster by week eight, so factor in. <laughs> Drink some Kool-Aid over there. Holy cow!
3: He, he's taking his Hall of Fame career somewhere else already. What?
2: <laughs> hey guys, one quick note on Cephas. I don't know if you guys go onto these like fan uh, groups on Facebook, but Cephas's mom is in there all the time, and she's hyping him up. It's kind of cool. <laughs> oh, so really? That's, that's awesome. <laughs> I've yeah. not seen that really? at
4: all.
2: Yeah. Wait, she's what is this on some so fan stuff. site? Yeah,
4: what's uh, it's
2: on, on It's on the Facebook uh, Detroit Lions fan group. Oh, so we're, that's we're gonna, awesome. Get a couple of them, but uh, I think she's in two of them. <laughs> are, are people are people like talking shit about
1: Sevus and she's defending him, or is it just like it's all no? Positive? She's like excited
2: about him, and then people get excited <laughs> for her. You know, like it's all pretty positive. So <laughs> nice.
1: <laughs> that that's pretty great.
2: Yeah, I, I she's did not. Post, I, Pictures I, of the family back home and all the people that supported him along the way. And so, I don't know, it's kind of fun. <laughs> I, I,
1: I definitely miss that one. Uh, I, I like that a lot. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I, l- let's go to uh tight end here now. Uh, and I, I think maybe this is chalk too, but uh, I have Hawkinson, Jesse James, and Isaac Nauta. The only guy that might be thrown in there, like just as That's out of the blue. Yeah, exactly, Connor. Uh, Hunter, Hunter Bryant, but he is—he's a pure
4: receiving type tight end. We—I don't mm. think we need him because I think T.J. Hawkinson and, and Jesse James both have more of that yeah. receiving potential. I don't really think we need a fourth tight end in there.
3: Not as a pretty good receiver too, if I remember correctly.
4: Yeah. Plus, I mean, he'll he be it at fullback. Much. So. We've...
3: Maybe. <laughs>
1: yeah. Is, is not a good receiver? I mean, there, he wasn't I
4: don't used know. much at all, was he? I know Hawkinson is. Uh, Jesse James should be, but they didn't use him that much.
2: It's our secret weapon. Doesn't
4: I'd seem Jesse like James. we really need Hunter Bryant.
2: They have Hawkinson and
1: James. Those are Apparently, Stafford's been uh, pounding the ball to Hawkinson in goal line drills uh, throughout training camp here, so I hope that carries over to regular season because we didn't see any of that yes. last year. <laughs> yeah, we um, did see
2: it in the training camp. Remember last year how he was blowing people away? They were all excited yeah. about it.
1: Yeah.
2: I, I, like I feel like we're
1: yeah. hearing the same thing about Hawkinson in this training camp as we heard last year except yeah. he has a slightly bigger biceps this, uh, this offseason yeah. compared to the last one because he's <laughs> working like out with George Kittle.
2: Like last year, I believe it too. I'm, I'm excited <laughs> for him. So
1: well, oh, we, That's what we do. We drink <laughs> the blue Kool-Aid here. That's, that's right. right. <laughs> um but hold on let me let me pull up yeah so not had two catches for 13 yards last year uh Hawkinson H- I know he was hurt near the end of the season last year but man I mean we just didn't see him used like deep or anything uh except for that yeah. first game really I <sighs> I, I just want to see him used more. They're they're gonna have to go to him more. I mean, you don't go you don't pick a tight end in the top ten and not attack him more. Uh, I'm like sure part of that's on him.
3: That's got to be partly on him as a rookie not doing what was necessary to work with Stafford yet. Like and then not having Stafford for most, you know, most of the season. So I have a feeling he's he got some growing pains out of the way last year.
1: I'm sure. And tight end is uh. Besides the quarterback position, I've heard usually tight end is the hardest to learn in the NFL because you're learning essentially two, two positions. positions, and the lines even line him up in the backfield every once in a while, so you're kind of learning three positions sometimes, like yeah. that that H yeah. back as they call it. But I mean, you don't play that a lot, but uh, it, it's just like another <laughs> it's an extra layer. So he's learned three different positions. Um, but he's had another he's had an entire you know these guys after their their rookie year leading up to that they're they're training more for the. uh the 40 and stuff they're not really getting into nfl shape necessarily the shape they're going to be playing at when they're in nfl so getting that whole off season with professionals and in a professional mm-hmm. type uh you know atmosphere is completely different that's why i see that big leap usually from a rookie to s- second year and god god willing that's going to happen with uh hawk this yeah. this season
4: hopefully it's no random ad. leaps where he's you know, yeah. almost
1: killing himself. I, <laughs> I think he might have learned defenders. his lesson there. I think he might have learned his lesson. I hope there. so, uh, especially
3: because <laughs> yeah. they got everyone else hurt when it started the the jumping spree of 2019 when, that yeah. <laughs> everyone started trying to jump. Yeah. Oh no, that was not a cause. Or a bought-in caused that.
2: That's, mm-hmm. I got it twisted, but yeah. What other? Do we we still have Matt Sokol in camp too? The the other tight end from. Uh, I think Michigan he's State. in camp, but I, I don't. So. Yeah, I think so many he's... people
1: have him on a roster. Um, I could see him being a practice squad guy for sure. Yeah, but, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't see him fitting into this. Uh, the the fifty three man, I because we we're already pretty deep there. Nauta has that flexibility to play fullback, and mm. uh, the, the the Matt Patricia likes his versatility. Bob Quinn likes the ver- you know if you can play two positions, uh, you got a better chance of making a roster, just like an NFL yeah. football scenario, but especially under this regime. Uh, let's move on to offensive line. Uh, t- so, uh, does anybody want uh, Bob? Let, let's go to you. Uh, who do you, who do you have making uh, the roster here?
2: Um, Decker, Dahl, Ragnar. Let's see. Uh, Boucher is in, and uh, Logan Stenberg, mm-hmm. and uh, Kenny Wiggins. Who yep. am I missing?
1: Uh, Big missing? Jackson.
2: Oh, Big yeah. B. He's yeah, missing Jonah Big Bang. Big B. Yeah. Yeah, Big B and Jonah Jackson. I think that's I don't know if I missed
1: anybody there, but Yeah, the the uh Abushi and uh, apparently Abushi was getting reps over Wiggins the other day in camp. Yeah, uh, oh,
2: uh, I saw it. Oh I hate
1: Abushi after he uh F'd up that uh that play against the Raiders on the goal line. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I just can't it's hard to forgive I, I mean a veteran like that should not be making a mistake. Like I don't that. see him getting in over Wiggins. Uh, I I don't know I Wiggins must be a great practice player because I don't see it in these games. I don't know why how he's hung around this long um on, with Patricia here cuz I mean in games he, he I mean do you guys see something that I don't see maybe? I'm not a huge Wiggins fan by any means. I kind of wish Uh-oh. we would cut him and just find another guy and hope he works out. I don't have any names yeah. on top of my head unfortunately, but I mean I'm just tired of seeing Wiggins like on and off, like, the edge of this roster and always getting playing time somehow. Maybe Stenberg will take that off of me eventually. I think
3: he's just fairly consistent, so they like him for that. I mean, he's a big dude. He's nothing special. He's not giving you a lot of upside, but he doesn't. I don't think he messes up a terrible amount, and he can get a little bit of movement in the run game. Mm
4: -hmm. Just in games, does he mess up? In practice, he's good. (laughs) Yeah, Practice. 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 (laughs) We're talking about practice. Um it, yeah, same I had Decker, Dahl,
1: Ragnow, Jonah Jackson, Big V, Tyrell Crosby, Logan Stenberg, and uh Kenny Wiggins as well. Uh did, if uh UJ was here, would he would he uh put a name in for uh Bo Benchwell? Bagel. Wall?
3: Actually I could see Bagel beating uh beating out Kenny Wiggins. Maybe I, I, li- mean, it'd, it'd I be would surprise. like to see that actually. That'd that be my preferred scenario.
1: Me, yeah. well, wait, uh, finish that red dog. Finish that.
3: That would be my preferred scenario. I'd rather see Bench Bagel than Wiggins. And actually, I mean, I, I can see Bench Bagel pushing for you know being competing to get in a rotation there, like Wiggins
2: did. Big, uh, big bruiser.
1: So, Bob, uh, what, what do you want to add to that?
2: Yeah, I was just saying I, I could see ben, Bench Bench Benchwell. I don't know his real name anymore, but Bench, Bench Bagel. Because uh, I think they really like him, and I don't. I don't think they want to lose him, so if they they might put him on there. I could see him possibly beating out the edge of the roster there like Kenny Wiggins or something. But I didn't have him in my final group, but I could also see it happening. So.
1: And um from what I've read at least uh, it seems like Stenberg might be the backup center as well, which is an interesting mm-hmm. uh, development here in training camp. Although I could also see the Lions putting in Jackson before him as well at center, and putting Stenberg at oh, guard. Yeah. Just uh, yeah. be, both of them are getting reps uh but Stenberg might be that third center, but also could play guard in an emergency. Uh, but, I don't know if I'd rather see Stenberg or Wiggins in there, though, right away. I, I feel like Stenberg's going to be a project that, like, only using an emergency, like, strictly an emergency, like, last guy on the line.
3: Well, you think Stenberg would beat out, uh, like, Bench Bagel?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
3: I mean, he's definitely on the roster. I'm, I'm just saying, like, you think he's the next guy before, like, Wiggins or...
1: Well is, I, don't think, I, don't, I don't I don't think I don't have benchwell making the 53 man roster. He's neither going
3: to be uh No, I know I said Dyer. I said like even Wiggins would be, be F before uh Stenberg is what yeah. you're saying. Oh yeah,
1: I think Wiggins would be before Stenberg for sure. I don't think the, and you know it just as be, even being a rookie without any real time reps, it's going to be tough to put a rookie in over a veteran that's uh at least performed me- mediocre, I guess. <laughs> or slightly below mediocre, uh, the last yeah. few years. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens at off the line, see what they do at left guard, uh, you know, dolls there, but <laughs> I swear to God, I don't want to see another three man rotation at the guard position again. Just stick with two, <laughs> let these guys get, uh, chemistry and reps up there. For the love of God. Uh, but I, uh, I, uh, maybe that was because Grant Glasgow was on his way out. Still one of the weirdest things. I, I know we talked yeah, about on here. Weird. But I won't get over the fact that they treated Graham Glasgow just so weird in his last year when he performed. Yeah, I didn't get when he was an either above average performer. It was very strange. I wish I had more insight yeah. to that. Maybe I maybe had hard knocks, maybe we'd know more.
3: My guess uh, is he didn't fit the, what they are the brand they were going for. I think they wanted a bit more of a grinder, someone who can a people mover more. He was just like a rock solid, like consistent, everything but didn't quite generate a lot in the run game.
1: Mm-hmm. Um. All right, so let's move on to the defensive side of the ball. That's where things get probably a little more interesting here. And let's start with – let's stay in the line. Let's stick with the meat. Uh, I have Trey Flowers. Uh, let's go, Let's go, uh, Connor. Let's go with you. Yeah, I was going to say I, I didn't get my O-line in, so yeah, I'll yeah, take the
4: yeah. line. Uh, Wait, did you
1: have anybody else for O-line that we didn't talk about? N-
4: um. No, but still. Okay. My bad. <laughs> um, my bad. D line. I got Danny Shelton, Trey Flowers, Deshaun Hand, Nick Williams, John Penis Pennacini, and Romeo Aquara as my sixth defensive lineman. Austin uh, Bryant's on the outs. I don't think there's any real surprises with this group. I think we have in who we thought, and I don't, I don't really see anyone sneaking in there. But that's just me. Yeah, and
1: uh like you like you mentioned uh bob awesome ryan uh, the, the guy can't stay healthy to save his life yeah um i guess they there's not enough that they liked last year out of him when there's very limited reps uh in gameplay to keep him on the roster well, too, yeah too bad i mean that, that was a reason that he fell to a fourth round the first place because of his injury history alliance took a big risk and true and he's apparently not going to pay off uh but i i had the same thing as you uh connor i'm I'm excited to see what I'm excited to see if this defensive interior can step up and something that's uh also been interesting about training camp is Kevin strong uh apparently he's looked really good in practice and he's been playing a little outside as well on the edge in practice which is something they did not see at all last year uh but uh Bob did you have anybody else that was d- different or uh uh no I,
2: pretty much what you guys had there
1: so. yeah uh how about you Ruddog? Dog
3: yeah nothing I, I i agree for the most part that will clark guy intrigues me real big dn uh might offer something a little different than we have from anyone else but other than that i see the raw that line that lineup yeah. pretty much the same
1: yeah and uh apparently uh danny shelton's looked really good in practice so that's a good sign yeah um, The one guy that's too bad uh didn't make the roster, Ja'Shawn Cornell, uh, obviously getting hurt. Uh, we mentioned him in the podcast before. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, he tore his Achilles, so that's, that's a tough one to come back from. So. Yep. Uh, I mean, Achilles is th- the worst. You would rather taste Terry a- ACL at this in this point. There's still nothing <laughs> oh, that's suggesting come back from ACLs uh, Or Achilles, like we saw with Mikel LaShore and other. Players uh like yeah. that caliber,
3: yeah. Those um, surgeries are a lot better since then, so hopefully he makes full recovery.
4: Yeah, but uh, I gotta so, say, uh, I would see Kevin Strong on the uh, practice squad though, at least starting out.
1: Yeah, but I, I, I think I, I think he might even be a a starter. Uh, I, I mean that's how that's how much uh, praise he's been getting. But again, wow. is, these are reporters. I don't know, and you can't take any coach's word because they praise everybody. So, and then who's
3: he starting over? True. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't see him starting I,
1: right now. I can see him starting over Nick Williams, but uh, that's be true. Do cool. you
3: think Nick Williams is going to be the starter? Uh, <sighs> I, I see. Yeah, maybe Sheldon and Yeah, you're
1: right, you're right. as your
3: interior. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
3: But I mean, okay. as far as like uh, the what what do they call it? Like a rotation that makes starting basically worthless uh, is probably what we'll be doing. So yeah, I imagine the next two guys will be in there a lot yep, for yep. a rotation. So yeah, I guess you could call those next two starters too.
1: Yeah. All right. So let's move on to linebacker. This is the most interesting uh, position group. I think just in terms of what are we going to get out of them this year type group? Uh, Cause it, uh, we, this, we, I feel like. We, do you guys feel like we underperformed at this position last year? I do. I do. Yes. Oh
4: yeah, one oh, yeah. hundred. Is that even
1: a question? Wait, <laughs> like, wait. What? What's worse, the linebackers or the defensive line last year? Last year.
3: Ooh, uh, I think probably D line. Well, but do we you blame the D line
4: th- when we're rushing oh, three God. people every we time? We talked all <laughs> trapped yeah. about how we need a game-changing linebacker. And like, well, we D line just because we were so years. decimated.
2: Yeah, I we, think I think the linebackers actually disappointed more because they were healthier than the D line. But, yeah. Oh, they, well, yeah, when you put it that way, and uh, they didn't okay. come through when they should have.
1: So, Connor, since I didn't <laughs> let you say an offensive line group, I'll let you go first again right here. So, I hope I'm making it up to you, man. No worries. I'm trying. You know, try
4: no, I'm just trying to vibe with y'all. Um, <laughs> Austin Bryant, Miles Killebrew, uh, Christian Jones, Julian Aquara, Gerard Davis. Tavai, Jamie Collins. I did you say Austin Bryant? I did say Austin Bryant.
3: Hmm. Who put him as a yeah. linebacker?
4: Um I don't know. Am I missing anyone? I didn't do much prep for the linebacker. So, position. So th- this is who I have Jamie Collins,
1: Gerard Davis, Tavai, Christian Jones, God help me. Uh Julian <laughs> Aquara, Jalen Reeves Mabin, and Reggie Ragland.
4: Oh, Mabin is who I was missing.
1: Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, and M- Maven's too valuable on special teams to get rid of. In addition, he's looked really good in practice again. And we we I, the last three years we've been clamoring him to get more playing time. He really hasn't. <laughs> uh, but he's too he's really good special teams player, and he shows it off, especially in coverage. Uh, that's where he um excels as a linebacker, especially you know when we got guys like Davis on the roster that can't cover anybody for shit. So. Uh, it's good to have a linebacker like that. But, uh, Rudd Dog, who, did you have anybody different from uh, no, your counter name?
3: You know, that's pretty much exactly what I have. And I'll tell you what, this unit might be one I'm most excited for this year. Just, I've been watching these videos on camp, and they're all just, we got all these really big, fast, athletic linebackers. And you got Jamie Collins, I think, is the perfect veteran presence we've been missing in our linebacker room. Someone who is. Not only a veteran, but like a, a proven, beyond all doubt, veteran who knows, everyone knows how good he is. Like even uh, uh, Hunt, what's the coach's, the new D coordinator's name? Quint, uh, Corey Unlin. Huntlin, yeah, he was even saying Unlin. he's learning from, he's even learning from Jamie Collins. So like, I just think that's going to be invaluable. And you got Raglan, all these big, fast, athletic linebackers. I think this is going to be our, one of our strongest. If not strongest positions on defense this
1: year, and uh, I think Rud Dog, you were mentioning me earlier when we were talking, uh, you know, before the podcast that uh, in the videos or maybe you read that each one of these linebackers is going to get in a crack at that jack position, that Devin Kennard position. Off yes, the edge, right.
2: They're all
3: going to be versatile, so they're 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 actually cross training every one of them at all the positions, so that you'll have. Guys, you'll never know where they're going to be coming from on the field. Anyone could be pass rushing. Anyone could be covering a zone or you know a run gap, and they're all big, strong, fast. So you know it's just matchups, and it's I'm excited. <laughs>
1: I want eleven. I want eleven defenders standing at the line, all next to each other, and then you're, you're just like <laughs> yes. literally standing up in a two point stance, and then just run like wherever they're supposed to go. I think that'd be great. No one, no one's tried it yet. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> but Bob, did Bob? Did you have anyone else?
2: Or um, Did you I have think, anyone that you want to highlight? And then did you? Did you guys? Anybody have Miles? Miles Because I have him on there too. I think Connor Myles, mentioned him. Oh, I mentioned him. I mentioned Miles Kilber. And also, um, oh, he was in. Okay, yeah, good. I'm excited. I safety. I have been
1: as a safety, but
2: okay. Um, I had. Uh, I'm excited to see Jared Davis uh, with his transformed body this year. And I guess he's yeah. been working on uh, his oh, speed yeah. moves and cuts and all that, so he's been trying was... to revamp his game. And he's obviously a great athlete, so mm-hmm. I'm excited about Bob that. Was, and I'm hoping uh... I hope you're right, uh, Rud Dog, about Jamie Collins because I don't know which version we're going to get. Hopefully, we yeah. get the good one. So
4: are we getting the Browns or the Patriots <laughs> version? <laughs> yeah. Bob, was he going to that gym that all the Lions were going to, where they were getting shredded at? You know what I yeah, I think I the think one yeah. that center went to was that that yeah. same gym. Was he going there?
2: I believe he was, yeah. Do you know okay. the name of
4: that? I don't I,
2: know the name of that, too. But I don't yeah, I think it's I'm the gonna, same one. Oh, they do
3: good work, apparently. Jeez.
2: <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna look it up. Either that, they're really good at taking
1: pictures. Like <laughs> one of the two.
2: <laughs> Great Photoshop, place.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, there there is one guy I want to talk uh, that is a factor in here. I mentioned him as a uh, making the running back group slash fullback, and that's Jason Gambenda. He could also fall into the linebacker group. Because of that mm. versatility, where he could be emergency linebacker, also play fullback. That that be only a good other guy maybe you could throw in here if you didn't have him in your running back group. Um, yeah. But I have as my fullback, so I haven't making the roster. Am I the only one that hasn't making the roster? I don't yeah, know I if don't any really of you guys listed him. him. Okay.
3: Yeah, uh, I could see it, but
1: um, so let's let's go to uh oh wait oh there's one more guy I want to talk about really briefly, and that is uh, Tavai. Do we think he gets more playing time this year? Uh, does he get an expanded role, or is it about the same
2: as yeah, last yeah. year?
4: I think an expanded role for sure. I mean, he had a lot to learn last year, I think. Yeah. Uh, well, it depends. I
2: mean, because he was taking a lot of snaps from Jared Davis there for a while. and
4: I mean, I they're kind of he's... switching
2: it around. Um,
4: uh,
2: I think he's the future
3: quarterback of this defense. I think they want to groom him to be the guy in the middle who controls it all.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think he's going to be a big part of this defense, whatever the stat count is.
1: For sure. He had 58 tackles last year. I mean, not bad, uh, And but his playing time evaporated last year uh, compared to what he was doing early in the season when Davis was out. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, again, look, just how bad Davis is in coverage. He allowed us 80% completion percentage last year against him, 78.4 to be exact, but still, yikes. I mean, that that is, uh, you're pretty much a parking hey. zone at that rate.
3: You never know, yeah. too. J- Davis probably worked on that part of his game. You might see a, a leap in improvement there, too.
1: I mean, it would have to be leaps and bounds, you know, that that old phrase. I, so not only leaps, a, b- a bound too.
2: You might see a bound, too. You never know. Sorry, it was just leaps. Collins teaching him. never got the bounds going. but. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I'd take leaps, though, with his athletic ability if they use him right in the rest of his game.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. And as a spot spot blitzer too,
3: more of that. Like yeah. like primary oh, blitzer, but who drops into coverage occasionally,
4: like into a zone yeah. or something.
1: Are we going to see this group blitz more this year? They have to, right?
4: They can't blitz they any edge. less than they did last yeah, year. It, did they? They blitzed like three times last year. It felt like <laughs> there's no way they blitz less, especially with the new defensive play caller. There's no chance. Yeah,
1: and apparently Corey Unland is taking the defensive play calls. We'll That's see how long it lasts. Like, we'll see how long it
0: lasts.
3: shaking? I'm so angry. Yeah. Still, about how little we blitzed last year, we'll blitz
4: more this year. Our our defense was horrendous. There's no way we're not going to
1: blitz more. Do uh, does um, is Corey Unwin the play caller by the end of the season? Yes or no? I'm going to say we're 14
4: and two. Probably, I'd 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 say say yes. yes. (laughs) All right. When we have a top yeah. bait defense, I don't see why he wouldn't be. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, do we lose him as
2: a head coach after the Super Bowl? I don't know. That's the thing. That's
4: <laughs> There's a lot to think about, Zach. I mean, I don't think he's leaving before the end of the year, though. Yeah.
3: Well, good point.
4: All right. So we have two more two more uh, groups.
1: Uh, well, three. Three, I guess, technically. But uh, let's go to cornerback. Uh, uh, l- l- let's go to you, Bob. Uh, who do you have uh, at, at your cornerback uh, position?
2: Okuda, Trufant, uh Coleman, Warrior. Uh what do we got? The for cornerback specifically you're talking about?
4: Yeah. Yeah. Mike Ford maybe? Yeah. Um,
2: I, I, I have Mike Ford Darryl and Daryl Roberts. McCray. Oh yeah, Tony I'm Daryl Roberts. Oh, I didn't have Ford, but yeah, maybe Ford <laughs> instead of Daryl Roberts, but
1: I don't know, that's a tough one. Yeah. I mean uh that that could go either way, Mike Ford or Daryl Roberts. Uh Roberts apparently uh pretty good on his special teams. Uh, Mike Ford, not bad. He, that that one could go, that that one's kind of a coin flip, at least for making yeah. the roster.
3: So is D. Virgin making this roster? I could see the I, other I guy. All three of those guys, I'm like, I don't know. He's you been solid. Staple. He, can...
4: He's been a solid special teams guy.
3: That's I mean. true. He's been solid.
4: They might need that. I mean, Fortune special teams wasn't special teams amazing teams too, right? Yeah. Wasn't he doing yeah last I year? Think he's doing some. I, yeah. I'm trying to remember.
1: And Ford's been a decent, like, you know, throw him in an emergency uh into a game. Uh he's usually stepped up at least halfway decently in in these games, uh When when yeah. thrown like in an emergency mm-hmm. role. I mean he's definitely not a, a world beat by any means at the cornerback position, but uh um yeah, I, I didn't have uh I did not have uh D Virgin making a roster, and I have I, I had Mike Ford making it over Roberts, but that's just because he's been in the system for a year uh, longer or two a couple of years longer and you know with a, no preseason games, I think that takes has a little more value than usual. Mm, uh, yeah, so that, that's why that. I went with mike Ford uh did Connor or Rudog did you guys have uh
4: anyone that I had Ford listened? over Roberts okay. uh, I didn't have anyone that hasn't been mentioned. I, I think big Zm right with you pretty much on the cornerback position.
1: Uh, apparently, yep. Tony Mc, Tony McCrae's looked pretty good in practice, uh, so that might be a, a sneaky good pickup. The guy from the Bengals last year. Uh, the the last tutorial? thing, I, the last thing I want to discuss on here is who will be the starting two cornerbacks for the Lions. I think mm-hmm. Trufant. At least I think Trufant's, Trufant's a given. Trufant and Akuda. But I'm uh, guessing
2: Trufant oh, and Awarier to start that's the my, season. That's my yeah. guess too. Because I don't think Akuda is going to be starting at the beginning of the season.
1: Is that a concern Just, for you guys that we picked a cornerback number three overall and he's not going to be starting when uh, history has said otherwise? Uh, most I of think these cornerbacks do rotate. start. Yeah, I
3: think he, he'd rotate. I don't think. In that, and get yeah, I, I don't back. think
1: there's any doubt he's going to rotate in. But as far as him not wow. earning a clear starting position uh, throughout, you know, preseason here, is I that any concern to you? Because uh, apparently. No. He's, uh, I mean, maybe they're trying things out with him in practice, but he still hasn't stood out as, like, this elite cornerback that we thought he might be getting so far.
3: I've seen him make a yeah. few nice plays, but, I mean, no, I'm not concerned. It's, he's a rookie, and we have two talented guys ahead of him who are doing well in camp, so, you know, there's no yeah. – that was always the nice thing about a warrior. He gave us the little cushion there. But what do you
2: want, Bob, No, I just don't think a cornerback, it's the exception more than the rule that you're going to be coming out as a rookie and starting and – Ex- excelling at that position. Right. So I don't, I don't think we need to force him in there because we've got enough talent that we can rotate him in to start. Yeah,
4: I, I think he's going to get very good very early in the year, though. I, I think by week four or five, I he agree. will be a starting quarterback. Yeah. I, I mean, he's do. he's such a stud. I, I he, It's going to be a matter of time. It's not if, but when. I
3: think. Connor, it's my, there you my go, Connor, is that like week, Like week <laughs> three or four, Hears. you see him beat out true font and him and a warrior become our two tandem corners going into the like next five years we'll just shut down football
4: that'd be awesome that'd be awesome i would love to see that
3: hell yeah
1: all right uh i think we'll have more to add on on that especially as we start seeing these games seeing what comes out of that but i i i don't think true font gets beat out during the season i, th- I think he's uh you know, pray pray to God he's healthy the whole season. That's always a big a big if, and uh, maybe one of the reasons we got him cheaper. But uh, let's move on to safety, shall we? Do we have two more positions groups? Uh, yes. So we we got safety here. Uh, I'll just list on mine. I have Deron Harmon, Tracy Walker, Will Harris, Miles Kilbrew, and C.J. Moore. And uh, just a caveat here is that Jerryon Curse is suspended for three games to start the season at safety. So he might ah. join the Lions uh, Week Four, uh, but he's suspended for three games, I believe, for PDS. Right? Yeah. So. Yeah, uh,
2: hey, uh, that C.J. Moore is legit. I guess on the special teams, they love him, so he's he's definitely making the squad.
4: C.J. E. Morris for sure making the yeah. team.
1: Yeah, and I mean he's near the, he he's definitely somebody that could miss the roster, but I I had him making it uh, just because of his size and length. Um, yeah,
2: I just have him because the coaches were talking him up so much, and uh, <laughs> I had curse on there. I didn't realize he was suspended, so I'd, uh, um, no, uh, and I don't. No, I had killbrew in a different position group, but otherwise, I had the same thing you had. So,
1: yeah, I, I'm I'm curious how much we use killbrew uh, again this year. Uh, it, it, the guy just keeps making the roster somehow, and he doesn't really find a ton of time on the field. Uh, I mean he did he was on the field more last year just because injuries were piling up like crazy. But uh
2: Yeah, and you see flashes from him where you think, wow, he's gonna have a great game, but it never really comes There's always
1: flashes. There's no <laughs> consistency. Yeah. Yeah. One
3: one nice thing for him this year might be that we got a new defensive coordinator who's looking at him with fresh eyes and maybe can see uh, you know, a role for him and figure that out. Cause I mean, how could you not want to use that guy's mix of athletic size and athletic ability? I mean, it's tantalizing.
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, so that, that, that's the Lions defense right there. This is going to be a top five defense in the NFL. Those are the, the players that are going to be at the core of it that we listed. Uh, oh, but yeah. <laughs> especially that linebacker group with Jamie Collins, uh, and I, it'll be really interesting to see uh, what happens with the defensive line. I, I think that's going to be the key. And, and, and obviously scheme. Are we going to scheme up better pressure? That's... Especially when you don't have a guy like Darius Slay out there uh, covering. I think that's going to be yeah. key. But uh, again, all these quarterbacks could be way better if they had you know, didn't have to cover guys for seven seconds a game.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, know? see what our play calling is. Are we going to have like a spy on the quarterback on fourth down? Yeah. Uh, you know, against Mahomes or, uh, hey, or uh, yeah, or I don't know how, <laughs> I don't know. how did you not? Um,
4: oh. <laughs> I think the key to this year is: do we rush three all year again, or do we? Change no, it up? I just want Dude, just we to. Need, off, we go three, it. four, four, three. Who knows? We need to
1: see more adaptability out of this defense for sure. Uh, and it's weird because Patricia is known apparently for this adaptability, and you know, you adjusted a game plan each week and blah blah blah, but there really wasn't that much adaptability last year, especially when it no. came to the rush or trying to fix those issues. V- strange. Yeah. So hopefully he's fixed that in his third year. Maybe it's, you know, his feet are finally wet.
2: I, I uh, think this is more his his guys this year. Like he's totally got his guys, so we'll see what happens with it. But definitely should, should uh, be interesting.
1: All right, so last position group, uh, the Specialists. Uh so uh, kicker punter and long snapper so there's only uh, really I,
4: one I went question I went with Ma-
1: I went with Matt Prater at kicker did any did anybody uh, have a tough time with yeah. that one
3: Yeah got Matt Prater I had Matt Prater
4: too <laughs> I uh, let me check Yeah yeah Matt pray pray, <laughs> yeah. Pray, Prater 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 so, Prater 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 <laughs> So punter
1: uh I have Jack Fox did anybody go with Sipsis? Yep.
4: I went with Sipsis. Just you guys convinced me in that one pod because I predicted Fox over him earlier, but you guys. I have Fox.
3: On Sipsis. Sipsis I want would be a little more fun, stuff. probably.
2: He'd you know, be so weird. much.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> like
1: we'll, we'll get like uh, like, uh, like they throw it up and he kicks it like sideways, like, like yeah. 180 parallel to the ground. You know? I want to hear He's that game like in the,
4: <laughs> in the press post game. <laughs>
1: I want him to like run a fake punt into the end zone and put the ball like on the ground, you know, like, uh, the Austra- the rugby rules, yeah. you know? <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Uh, but uh, so I'm rooting for Sipsis, you know, Jack Fox, it is what it is. I don't know much about the guy. I just know something about Sipsis cause I saw a, a video or two of him playing Australian rugby.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, and last but not least, I had Don Mulbeck winning long snapper.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a battle I this year with coming. Steven Hell, but I, I think I gotta go with Don. He's, he doesn't, doesn't fade uh, away too Man,
4: easy. It's, too it's amazing. Easy. It's amazing. Yeah, no chance he loses that spot this year, <laughs> in my opinion.
1: Um, so we we that, that that's it, gentlemen. That, those are all the position groups on an NFL football team that we have currently. Uh, <laughs>
2: Whoa.
1: Um, Wait, so, isn't
2: Sipsis on the COVID list right now? Wait, i was just thinking.
1: No, he's, he's off it now.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, right.
1: he's been in training camp. He's good. Uh, all right. But, yeah, that that is, uh, you know, uh, A through Z in, in terms of the 53-man roster that we're predicting for each position group there. A little differences here and there, but overall, I think the core guys uh, we all agree on, uh, maybe just those back end of the roster guys. Uh, and those guys always switch, especially when it comes to cuts, and we sign and release guys. So, may, by the time, uh, you know, a week from now – a lot of our predictions might not have been on the team, especially those lower roster guys like uh, Kabindar, C.J. Moore and things of that nature. So who knows? Um, but yeah, that's all I got. Gentlemen, uh, the NFL is uh, less than two weeks away. It's that's 13 crazy. days away from this recording. It really recording. stuck up on us this year. It, it really yeah. did, especially like uh, there was a football game on last week. It was like Austin, PA and Central Arkansas or something. Like uh, I, I was like, what a football game! Like that—that uh, that was weird. It just popped up out of nowhere on TV, kind of thing. <laughs> um, At least
3: they'll give me something to measure time by again. This yeah. Lockdown. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh,
1: so it'll be. I'll. I'll still be interested to see if they put. If they put fan noise in stadiums that are empty, uh, we'll see. But the the regardless, uh, moot point right now. Yeah. Uh, we're we're talking about the <laughs> roster. We're. Uh, and we're getting ready for the NFL season coming up. Uh, next week, we will have our season preview and uh, make our final predictions uh, next predictions. week. And UJ right. hof- UJ, will hopefully be done uh, unclogging his toilet, and he'll be back here next week.
3: <laughs> Fixing the crapper. <laughs> Let's hope so.
1: Oh, man. <laughs> All right, so thank you, everybody, for listening. Instagram, drinking the Blue Kool-Aid, Twitter, at drinking lions, And if you like this podcast, please share and please leave a review. We'd really appreciate it. It helps us out a lot, and it spreads the word, and it helps more people, more and more people, drink the Kool-Aid as the Lions 2020-21 season uh, approaches ever closer. So thank you, everybody, for listening. This is the Blue Kool-Aid crew. I'm Big Z. Thank you uh, very much, Rud Dog, Connor, Bob, and we'll see you guys next week. And last but not least, as always,
3: Go Lions! Lions.
1: Woo! Forward down the field A charging team that will not yield And when the blue and silver wave
3: send and cheer the brave Rock, rock, rock Go hard, win the game with honor, you will keep your fame Down the field and gain A Lions victory! Go, Go. Go Lions.
0: Hey, We did it! We did it! All right! All right! This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently.